This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. Our guest is Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service, and he brought Frank the Technician with him. Today we need to talk about your garage, and specifically your garage door. How often should your garage door be serviced? How do you know if your door is broken or if it just the remote, maybe? How long do the springs on the garage door opener last? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. Our guest is Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service, and he brought Frank the technician with him to answer the questions he couldn't figure out. Today we need to talk about your garage and specifically that garage door. The reason why we're talking about this today is that uh, every every couple of uh, uh, weeks we have to think about what we're going to be talking about this week on Fix It 101. And one of the employees here, Jay White, came in, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, man, what's wrong with your house? And he said, my garage door. And I said, we got a guy. So um, so I called up Mark, and he said, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow morning. But the the issue was, and I've actually been over to Jay's house to see this. Oh, my goodness. And, and uh, the panels on the on the door are older, and the, the metal has bent and changed. And oh. what it's done is that that metal has bent to the, point, to the point where – the 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 rivets that held it together have popped out. Oh, no. So now it's now it's just a mess. Oh, it's anyway. just flipped. Well, yeah. it's good he called the door doctor. Right, right. So here's the deal. We um apparently you know we, you we, are we, a door doctor. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Mark is here, and we're going to be talking about that garage. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven. Six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you doing, Dale? Oh, man, great to be on top of the ground again. All right. And and so uh, you off of a roof this week? Well, we uh, completed up some big projects, man. Uh, a couple of churches, you know, had um, needed some renovations, so we put a big top on it, on the church. Wait, wait, wait. You did a roof on a church? Yes, um, I would big, think that would be a pretty big deal as far as like the pitch of the roof on churches are oh, pretty man. steep, you know. Most of them are um, 18s and 12s or something like that. You need a crane and stuff like that to get up there. Crane, yes, yeah, or, or spider man. This is this is uh, the part of your job where you get oh, paid because there's no way I'm getting up there. No one else is going <laughs> up there. I thought about it. I said, well. Someone's got to do it, and might as well right. be me. Well, uh, we are talking about garage doors today. We're also talking about just, you know, anything that you've got working on in your house, DIY. If you want to change something, work on something, you can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. doesn't have to be about garage doors, but we just happen to have a couple of pros in with us this morning. Uh, Mark, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. Doing well. How's business going? It's steady. Is steady business has been steady. Mm-hmm. Um, a little slow school starting back. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but all in all, we we stay busy. So uh, and uh, Frank, the technician, came in with you this morning. He's going to help us out. Frank, uh, uh, you were talking about being on a call earlier this week with somebody who was trying to mess with the springs on their garage door. And last time Mark was here, and this must have been a year and a half ago. The the one thing, if you had one takeaway. <laughs> From don't do working it. on your garage door, it was don't touch the springs. Very is that dangerous. correct? 
Yeah, I had a 18-year-old kid the other day working on his garage door, and he decided to loosen the cable on one side, and it made the bottom panel flip up. Oh. And dropped the door down, had to take the door down, put it back up. Okay. So <laughs> l- let me ask you, let me ask you, what is uh, what is the most, Mark, what's the most frequent call that you receive uh, about someone's garage door? Well... Uh, Frank probably would know that the most. He, I would say spring jobs. That's the number Spring one. jobs? Yeah, so they wear out. A new door, five years, is about the life of a spring. Really? Yes, sir. Hmm. About five years. Five to seven years, and that's opening it two or three times a day. That's that's amazing because I see people out there with, you know, 20-year-old doors and, and uh, I guess they've been reworked, or they've been replaced, more likely. Okay, all right. Mm. Uh, so, so let me ask you, Frank. Like, uh, do you get calls from folks who just, you know, the, the the thing that you see if you go on Google and you say, "What's wrong with my garage door?" What you typically find is that the garage door won't close all the way, and that's based on usually what Google will tell you are the little lights that are supposed to look at each other. Normally, it's the safety sensors. Okay. So they're called safety sensors and not little lights. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> photo sales. Photo sales. So what do those do? What are their, What is their point in the world? Uh, their safety feature for the motor itself, say the door's coming down, mm-hmm. and you walk under it, it'll send the door back up instead of it's completely closing in. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, we had a call last time we talked about garage doors. Uh, some poor fella, uh, something was wrong with his door. And I'm assuming it's those photo cells because what he said was that the garage door came down on his car. Uh, does this happen? Is this common? Now, if his car was straddled and uh, photo cells was going under the car, oh, it could possibly like happen. It's sitting but, high oh, up. Man. But mm-hmm. also, there's like there could be about three. Frank can tell you there's about three different scenarios. It could be photo sales or it could be a gear. The motors have a gear. That's another common problem. Wow. And it'll make you think it's a photo sale problem. So you really gotta kind of you can I can just about talk to a customer for a couple of minutes and get it's either or or get a rough idea if it's a photo sales or gear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, it could be more, and or it could be just a matter of a sensitivity knob needing to be adjusted. Okay. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. So I go to a big box store or I go to a local hardware store or I go somewhere and I find garage door in a box, mm-hmm. uh, the garage door openers, and it says the instructions are inside. Hmm. How difficult is it to install one of these uh, boxed garage door openers? Well, if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's not that hard. Right. Well, that's kind of like everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but Do yeah. you go to school for this? I mean, right. <laughs> I, I was Frank's teacher. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, good. Mine so, as well. He, he taught me some things, too. Okay. Mr. Moore worked with me for about a week. Okay. That's all it takes is a course with him, man. He explains it thorough. Now, I'm not going into the business because uh-huh. I respect it. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking, oh, it's so simple. It's just a couple of screws and mm-hmm. some bolts. That is really um, mechanical engineering at its best. Like you say, you got the photo sales, the doors opening. It could uh, potentially hurt someone. So, so what's the, you just want uh, the right person to come out. So what's the difference between the one you, you might go buy at your local hardware store or whatever and one that you guys might install? Uh, really, there's not much of a difference, just the difference between the rails. Okay. And the installation, I'm sure, mm-hmm. is professionally done. Mm-hmm. One takes about 30 minutes to do, and one takes about an hour and a half to do. Really? Yes, Which sir. one takes longer? The one that's in a box. Really? That mm-hmm. one takes longer? Huh. He's got hundreds of pieces and screws. So oh, be ready to be able to read in Japan, Korean, <laughs> <laughs> and... A okay. little bit of Chinese. What right, if the gotcha. box comes open on the way home and you lose some screws or something? Oh, you, you really lost some. Man, you, better, <laughs> you better go back to Home Depot or wherever. Right. Big box they, store. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We've got Cindy on the line, and Benton's got a question about home siding. You with us, Cindy? Yes. Uh, I have a, a, it's not about garage doors, but 
Uh-huh. We did have a home that had the old-timey garage doors that you used a rope and pulled it down, and it never wore out after 50 years. It still works. It's a shame they don't use that kind anymore. But uh, I, my question is, when you have that asbestos siding on a home that's been there about 50 years, is it uh, okay to brick over it, or would it be better to remove it first if you wanted to brick up the home? I think this is going to be... Have it removed, I mean... Dell, uh, this is this is more your world. What do you think? Me myself, if I had a chance to remove it, I would call the, um, someone certified to remove that. Yeah, so you won't have it to come back to bite you later. But definitely check with your um, local city town um, code for that, and okay. just make sure okay. there there is going to be code on anything that's asbestos at this point. Right. There are some. Uh, say like public buildings, things like that, that still have asbestos that are are told to leave it alone, yeah. and then and then uh, I would think in a home, have uh, it tested. I would yeah, I would have it tested, and and, and if it's me, I'm going to have it removed. But you, it, this is not something you hire a handyman for. This oh, is no. absolutely right. when you're doing asbestos Certified. abatement. That's that's a big deal. So uh, yeah. okay, that, all right. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, Thank ma'am. you very much. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you know, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having with your garage door? Have you always wanted a garage door? Want to know how to do this? What type of garage door opener do you have? The batteries go dead all the time. You can't figure out how it works. Call us with the questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Support for MPB comes from C Spire Business Solutions, helping businesses move into the future with next-generation fiber-optic Internet access. More at 855-C-SPIRE-2. C Spire, customer-inspired. The Decker Mountain Radio Hour is on the road to Tupelo, Mississippi, Saturday, August 13th at 7.30 p.m. at the Link Concert Center. We'll have author Richard Grant, bluesman Sam Mosley, and rock and roll from the Kit Thorne Band. This show is free and open to the public. The Thacker Mountain Radio Hour in Tupelo at the Link Center, Saturday, August 13th at 7.30 p.m. More information at ThackerMountain.com. Here comes MD. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. But we've got a guest, Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service. And he brought Frank the technician with him because he's the one that's doing the work these days. Mark is, uh, what are you, are you basking in the sun playing golf? What's the deal? No. No, he's just shaking his head at me. He's, Somebody's got to do the paperwork. Somebody's got to do the paperwork. Paperwork. Yep, he's the big guy now. Yep. Okay. Answer the phone. <laughs> number, <laughs> number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. So that you know you're sitting in that seat, and usually we give uh, Jeff Sammons this kind of treatment. But since you're in the chair today, we're just going to have to, you know, you're going to have to take it. So, there you go. VIP? Or, that's right, the VIP of the crew. 877-MPB-RING. Doesn't matter what you want to call about today, that's fine. But we do have a garage door expert in today. Uh, actually, a couple of them. Thanks, guys. And it's a uh, a big day. There's a couple of questions I do have for you. If the door is stuck, mm. and we're gonna, uh, the opener seems to be working, but the door is stuck, what's the problem? Well, how do you know the motor is working if the door is stuck? Okay. Let's say the motor's <laughs> trying, and it won't go. Got gear, okay, or okay. need a new motor. All right, I was uh, near a person's house the other day, and theirs was 
as loud as it could be, creaking and popping and all this other. What is that? Frank, uh, it could be a couple different things. It could be wore out hinges, wore out rollers. Uh, mm-hmm. The panels could be bent, needing a strut on them. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. So do you need to uh, grease those tracks ever or anything of yes, that nature? They need to be old and serviced. It needs to be serviced about twice a year. It needs to be old about every three months. So is that something you can do with like some WD-40 or something? Yes, okay. All right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. So you said you should maintenance this door about every three months? Okay. Is that any different in uh, uh, seasonally? Does that change? Uh, no, sir, not really. Uh, during summertime, you have to use a little more oil. Because, oh, really? Because it dries out faster. Oh, okay. But other than that, it's not much of a difference. Okay. Anything to worry about when it gets really, really cold? Uh, you have to worry about the springs breaking. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, is that dangerous? A breaking spring? A broken spring? Um, if it's broke, it ain't dangerous. Okay. If it's already broke, yeah. It's but like the dangerous. teenager, when he released that spring, was that did he was he really in a dangerous position? Could have broke his arm or something. Now yeah. that I put that, you been in that position, <laughs> right? It's dangerous, you man. I'm gonna tell you. you, you know you've been there. The I thing mean, I would just, say about the doors that they, people don't realize it's a lot of moving parts. You got a lot of like a roller coaster, right? And then everything is moving, and if something is loose, that's the weakest link, right? And your door's gonna come down on you. How often do you need to change the keypad battery? How, how uh, roughly about once a year. Really? Hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, let me uh, let me ask if the, if that's the case. Uh, a lot of cars these days come with a programmable uh, kind of garage door opener, like link system. over the yeah over the head there. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you do you is it right to use that or like one of the little box clicker things? What would you? Uh, you can use the home link. It really? serves as the purpose of a remote, and the battery never goes dead. No sir. Okay. Well, that, wow. that that's a good way to go. Well, well the keypad's totally a separate commodity. Uh-huh. It's something you would put to the side of the door. Your kids would get off the bus. Open oh, this, I put see what you're saying. And the then keypad. you, yeah, keypads are out. You're outside and want to get in without going to the car. Has have you guys seen? Is there anything that one can use and maybe use their cell phone to open and close the door? Yes, yeah, sure. They have a new technology now called MyQ. MyQ, okay. Yes, yeah, sure. Wow. It's, it's an internet gateway. You have to have an app on your phone. Okay, it, and so you just tell the door to go up and down on your phone. Yeah, sure. You can be a thousand miles away and another hit a button. Co- on you can your be phone. in another country. Wow! Literally. And you and it it will notify you if your door is being open. Right. Mm-hmm. If if you can open it yourself, you can shut it from really. So the that actually ends up being a safety feature, also. Yeah, for, sure. for wow. as little as a hundred and twenty bucks. Really, apps free. Wow, that is fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's where Frank comes in. Okay. Okay. Because I. Old school. Right, yeah. That's the new technology. Yeah, he just throws a rock at it. And he hopes <laughs> it'll take That's the right. helmet out. <laughs> Put some duct tape up right. there. 877-MPB-RING. <laughs> That's 877-672-7464. Uh, so, so how long do you already said the doors usually last five years. Does that mean the door or the, the opener? What What do you mean? No, sir. By that, we mean the springs last an average of five to okay. seven years. Okay. All right. So just the springs. Yes, sir. So how long do you think on the actual physical door? Well, as long as it's not damaged by any foreign objects, it'll last a lifetime. Really? Okay. All right. Just keep grandma off of it. What are they, are they are typically made of? Metal. Okay. Uh, I've seen 22, occasionally. 22 gauge, 24 gauge. No, are mm-hmm. there plastic doors now? Yeah, I, I ain't seen them no, no. No. What about Surely. what about wood doors? Can you like make a really good looking wood door? Or if they... you got a lots of money, really? Yes, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It ain't your money can get you whatever size right. door you so want. So would would that be so much heavier that you'd need a different motor hey, with a wood door? You don't have to have a different motor. Mm-hmm. You have to have a different size spring. Oh. Okay. What about those roll-up doors like the commercial? I mean, I, I don't see them on the house or none, but if I wanted to get outside the box, would that be something I could do? You know, get a com- I, I could get it done for you, Mr. Okay. Moore. Right. So right. if you want to make your house like a fort, you can get the, uh, <laughs> right. the roll-up doors right. and uh, secure the windows. I'm, 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 I'm more on, on the commercial side, the roll-up doors. Right. 
Um, so how can a panel get off track? Is that uh, does that happen? Yes, sir. Say, say you have a rake or something sitting beside your garage door, mm-hmm. and say it was to fall down in between the tracks. If oh. that door comes down and hits the rake or something, uh-huh. it'll throw a cable off on that side, which will cause the door to become unlevel. Oh, okay. And it, what were you going to say, Mark? Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. Don't mess with it. You're talking about turning a seventy-five dollar fix into a hundred and fifty if you mess with it. Just okay. About. So, so you heard it from the man himself. If if it jumps off track, uh, or if you get something in the track and the door gets unlevel on one side, you know something like that. Don't mess with it. What about a broken cable? Is is that uh, a broke cable can cause a door to become unlevel too? Uh-huh. All right. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. Steve's on the line in Mobile. He's got a comment on garage doors. You with us, Steve? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, uh, you talk about uh, kind of oiling or maintaining the, uh, the garage door. What parts exactly are you talking about that need to be oiled? Uh, the, I, everything seems to be real tight, and everything seems like everything always sprays out. I don't want to get anything in any of it. I'm not sure what it is. Yes, sir. The places that need to be sprayed are all your rollers and all your hinges on your door. Well, you talking about uh, where the rollers meet the uh, the uh, the stem or the the, the 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 axle, I guess. Then, yes, sir. Where where the rollers meet the stem and where they go into the uh, hinge at. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll work on it then. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you. And and that can be really helpful with the creaking and popping that I was uh, oh, yes. speaking about earlier. I noticed uh, at a friend's house the hinges had rusted over a little bit, and every time this thing went up or down. It, you, it, fe- it it sounded like metal on metal. It's exactly oh, what it sounds like. You know? Which, yeah, it just it's got this squeak to it that just, oh, just roller coaster kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of hurts your ears. Yeah, oh, yes. So, but anyway, eight seven seven MPB ring. How long does it take? Do you think to install a garage door opener for a DIYer? For for someone with let's say uh, mediocre use of tools, they might not ever get it. I've seen people work on three weeks. <laughs> okay. Uh, Half a day, two days, and still call us. We're going to charge you really? probably more if you open the box. Okay. All right. I mean, so you're so too, you're looking at 100 pieces. What do you feel like is the most difficult part outside of all the pieces? Knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, having done it before? Yes. Right. Reading in Korea. We, I never looked, I've never looked at the directions. Really? No. If I got to look at the Did you ever install anything backwards? Probably. Probably. <laughs> at some point. Been yeah. doing it for that's, 30 I mean, years. That's how, so. that's how we learn. Right. The thing I noticed about the doors, once you install it, no matter uh, what kind of door it is or who installed it, it's got to be adjusted to the uh, the house and the opening that it's uh, fitting. You know, if it's a slope opening or mm-hmm. uh, two openings or, or however the house is designed, it's got to be adjusted. All doors have to be adjusted for squareness and levelness in a proper function, open and close. All right. What about that big rubber thing up under the door that stops whatever from coming in? Uh, let's say that's rotting out. What can you do about that? Uh, you can have it replaced. Can you? I mean, is it, is it easy? Is it cheap? What's the deal? Uh, it costs roughly about $125. To replace that rubber thing on the bottom? Yeah, sure. And it takes about 20 minutes to do it. And that's nothing that you can buy at a home. A home store, no, something like that. Really, no, you can't. You can't do it. Oh, okay. Go to a... so you can't. Yeah, and so you can't just buy some sort of um, window stuff and put it on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, no. but if you want to do it professionally, right? Okay. When what's the proper way to test the door? Do you put your foot under it or uh, a small come, animal? Let it, let it come down on your shoulder, Dale. If it keep push you to the ground. Oh, you man. need to adjust. My shoulder's not good for that. <laughs> what about the paper that. towel test? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, you can let it come down on a two by four T. Yeah, ah, there you that, go. That, that seems a little more safe than yeah, having it come foot, down on your shoulder. Yeah, you got to go find <laughs> right, a two by four. Right. <laughs> David's on the line in Mobile. He's got a question about something that was said earlier with door maintenance. You with us, David? I'm with you. Uh, thank you. I have been uh, in and out as far as being able to listen, uh, but I did have a question mm-hmm. on maintenance. You had, uh, correct me on this, earlier indicated that you need to periodically lubricate the rollers and track as far as your garage door. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that correct? 
Uh, yes, sir. That's that's what the uh, pros here said. Frank, the technician, said that you gotta gotta do that. Uh, they prefer to service them every six months and then to oil them at least every three. Am I correct, Frank? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Now, what about uh, the chain drive? I've you know read. Uh, I heard some people say that you should never put you know any kind no, of grease or you, anything on that. Do nothing to it on your train on your chain drive motors. They come with a special oil on the chain from the factory, okay. and they recommend do not spray anything else on them. Really? Or get your fingers caught in you there. Spray, <laughs> you spray WD-40, it'll rust. Really? Don't touch the chain. So, it, so it grew back. Even, even WD-40 would rust it? Yes, WD-40 rust. Even though WD stands for water displacement. Huh. It, wow. That's it. No, maybe, it's something it they, maybe it's something they put on the chain. Right. It causes so, a reaction with the oil that's on the chain and causes it to no rust. Way. And then it'll get stiff, and then then you hear popping. Okay. Okay, well, what is the life of that uh, lubricant uh, on the chain? Is it a lifetime thing? or? Yeah, sure. It, it's a lifetime oil. Okay. Really? That must be some good stuff there, David. Mm-hmm. I mean... Wow. Now, uh, can I ask a question totally unrelated to garage doors? Absolutely. Okay. Have a neighbor, elderly, who uh, a number of months ago had a roofing contractor come to him and tell him that he needed to replace his roof. Mm-hmm. He could not afford to do so at the time, so uh, this contractor put a blue tarp over uh, the uh, top portion across the ridge, mm-hmm. and this tarp is totally covering all of the uh, vents. Uh, you know, um, mm. And I've I wondered the wisdom of having these vents covered. Our roof man is right here, Dell. Ah. I would say a tarp is just a temporary fix, so... Um for him to tarp it, I guess they're going to be um, putting a roof on soon. So it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, it's still going to be able to breathe. I don't see no way he could uh, tarp it to uh, keep all the air out. You know, air is just like water is going to escape. And it's going to rise unless he's got a plastic um, vapor barrier or something. But the blue tarps would allow it to, um, to, to breathe. Escape. Yes, it's going to escape. Great. Okay. That, that's a relief. Thank you. Uh, but they for, shouldn't uh, depend on it for the rainy season coming up, going through the rental, it'll dry out and crackle. Right, yeah. all that Those tarps now. don't last that long. Yeah. Six months, you're not supposed to just uh, keep yeah. your house tarped. Right. Great. Okay, well, thanks for that. Thanks, David. Okay, that's it. Thank you. All right, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having with your garage door or any issue you're doing DIY right now? What type of garage door opener do you have? You can call us with your questions, comments, just to tell us what project you're working on. its uh, I know it's really hot right now, but I'm almost wanting to think fall because football's coming. So it'll be some more projects like that. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. MPB's radio reading service is here for you. Our dedicated team of volunteers bring the world of news and entertainment to you. For information and to see if you qualify, call us at 601-432-6301. Hi, I'm Ashley Jeffcoat. Every Wednesday morning at 10, the calls roll in. Going first to Joe in Oxford. Larry is on 555. Bob is in Columbus. No matter where you are in the world, this is the place for you to get informed and excited about the everyday technologies in your life. Listen to us. Email us. Call us. Wednesday mornings at 10 on MPB Think Radio. I will do that. Thank you so much. And back to the show. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. Our guest today is Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service, and his technician Frank is here. Uh, you can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. did want to mention you can hear this show and all of our local shows on your favorite podcast app. You can go now and subscribe to MPB's Fix It 101 podcast today. So go and do that. Got a question here for you, garage door guys. Uh, Mark is here and Frank is here from uh, Harden's Garage Door Service. Are all garage door openers created equal, Frank? Uh, no. No. Why is that? Uh, some are made cheap. Yeah. Okay. Some are made cheap. Okay. Uh, is that the best? Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and we're going to get down and if dirty here. If you're cheap, it is, Dale. Right. All right. We're going to we're going to get down and dirty here and and ask some of the questions. I like to kind of turn the screws on the contractors that come on the show a little bit here bring and it say, on. okay, let's bring it on. <laughs> What brand should someone stay away from? Motor-wise? Yes. At a big box store? Uh, doesn't matter. Genie. Genie. Genie? Okay. Really? All right. That's like the one of the biggest names in the business, right? So what Was. is what what would you say would be the best brand to purchase? If you if you were purchasing Frank, if you were purchasing one for your home, what would you buy? Uh, Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Okay, all right, a Chamberlain. Which, which is a LiftMaster. It's a LiftMaster. And okay. which they make Sears. Do it garage door openers, Access Master. Um, okay, so it's one company that makes a lot of, a yeah, lot of them. They're, okay. they're, they're their own competition. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 877-MPB-RING. We're going to go to Matt and Jackson on why his door goes up all by itself. <laughs> hey, Matt, how's it going? Doing well yourself. So, so you have a ghost opening your garage door? Well, it's more or less whenever I try to uh, send it down. Uh, in the morning times, in particular, our house faces east, and uh, shortly after we bought the house, uh, around ten o'clock in the morning or so, uh, you try to drop the uh, garage door, and it goes down about an inch or so and sends it right back up. Uh, you can't drop it from the remote; you have to go to the uh, actual wall button, hold it down, and that's the only way it'll go off. And it lasts for about an hour. So, anytime the garage door goes up or down. It's an issue. Um, okay. I'm putting like a piece of tubing over the sensor, thinking that maybe it was the sun uh, uh-huh. blocking it out. An issue uh, that worked for about a month or so. The season changed, and uh, same issue again. Yeah, the sun moved. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Frank, what do you think? Uh, it sounds like it could be a problem with your photo cells. Oh, yes. what's the name brand of your motor? LiftMaster. <laughs> okay. Okay. Being that it's a LiftMaster, it could either be the photo cells acting up on it. Or it could be a gear acting up in, with inside of the motor. Hmm. Is this so something that he can? If the house is uh, less than two years old? Uh, being that the house is less than two years old, uh, it could also be a wiring problem with inside of the wall, too. Yes, sir. And and did you ask about a warranty? Is that what I, you I did. That's what I was wondering. Is this something that should be covered under warranty, or is this something that uh, I'll have to deal with myself? And it depends on what the builder used or what deal he made when uh, he or she built the home. But gotcha. is is that something, um, Frank, is that something that you would want to call a pro about, or is that something that you can work on yourself? Yes, yeah, sure. That's something I would prefer to call a professional on. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Matt. Else. Appreciate it. Let's go up to Olive Branch. Rick is on the line and uh, on the garage door frequency. Oh, this is fun. I know what you're talking about. I saw a row of houses one time that were all built like on the same day, and one person would hit a button and six garage doors would go. What is that about? Uh, What it is, they they decided, they tried to set all the motors at the same time. (laughs) And if you hit hit the button on one motor, one remote while you're trying to program another remote uh-huh. motor, 
Mm-hmm. It'll program that remote to work both motors. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rick, what's going on with yours, man? Well, before I get to my question, I got a little story. Uh, I live in a uh, cookie-cutter neighborhood up here in close uh-huh. neighborhood, and my wife and I were uh, coming into the neighborhood, and I saw something laying in the street, and uh, she pulled over, and, and it was a garage door opener. So she stopped, picked it up, and we continued on towards our house, but as she was driving, I, I kept hitting the button, and as luck would have it, it, was, it belonged to... Uh, the little divorcee that lives across the street from us, who, uh, as a fact of the matter, I always help her with little problems she has. But, huh. uh, and we pulled up in our driveway, and she came in like two minutes later right behind us, and she hit her garage door opener, and the door started going up, so I thought I'd have some fun with her. And I took it, and I stopped it and put it back down. <laughs> and I watched her get frustrated. But my question is... You're a real nice guy there, Rick. give by the way i'm going to i'm going to give this uh portion of the answer i'm going to let the pros take this but a portion of the answer can i can actually do which is that stuff just like everything your uh your key to unlock your door your remote control for your home is all called rf radio frequency and it's monitored by the fcc believe it or not everything everything that sends out a signal like that is uh, is monitored and they usually give any particular application, its own band of frequencies that it can use that other things don't use. So that's why your remote control for your garage door doesn't work on your television. Go ahead, Frank. What were we going to say? Uh, what it is, they have what's called a rolling code in them. Every time you press the button on your remote, it changes the uh, code inside of the motor and the remote. So Ooh. they always stay on the same code. Wow. That's pretty pretty good for something that's not very high tech you know okay good deal let's go to who's next here oh it's michael and clinton on his garage door michael what's going on uh good morning this is not a garage door question it's okay. a front door question front door okay go for it uh just a standard uh front door kind of sticking at the bottom any quick way to fix that dale you see a standard front door sticking at the bottom yes uh-huh is it steel or wood i uh, would and uh, does it have that um, striker plate at the bottom or the little um, metal plate or anything there? No. Okay. Um, Might be swelling up from all this rain is, and humidity. I would think so, too. That's what I was thinking. So it will just kind of correct itself as the weather changes? Yes, but as it gets too bad, you might have to adjust it seasonal. Once you start moving it, you'll have to move it back once it... um. Right. And I saw I saw uh, Mark mention uh, possibly shaving uh, the bottom of the door a little bit, but you got to remember if you do that during the winter, you're going to need some extra, uh, weather stripping to, right. to cover that gap. Right. All right. Thank you much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's going to happen. As a matter of fact, yes. if you guys watch everything, uh, expands and contracts and right now with it being so hot and wet all the time, it's just spot raining everywhere in Mississippi right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things are going to happen. One of the things you might notice is as soon as you hit your first cold snap, is when everyone's tire indicator goes off in their car that their tires are low. Yes. It's not necessarily the truth. Low tire pressure. <laughs> right, right. All right, let's go to uh, Mike on the road, and he's got a, a poison control under the house kind of issue. What's going on, Mike? No, it's not poison. It's moisture. Oh, moisture control. Okay. All right. We yeah. can try. So well, what's going on? Well, what happened, I put a, a skirt all the way around my house, mm-hmm. and it, it's corrugated. Like a corrugated roofie, right? And uh, plastic like or metal? It's actually uh, like asphalt, like a shingle kind of okay material. All right, it's corrugated, you know, like a piece of tin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but I I stood it up, you know, so so I thought the corrugated parts would give enough ventilation, but my my floor has started curling up. It, it's a oh, like man. a heart 
part-time flooring. Do you think that's just too much heat and moisture? Yeah, and like just what we were talking about moments ago, we've gotten a lot of moisture this year, and and it's been you know hundred degrees. Uh, Dell, what type of uh, moisture barrier do you have under there, if any? Well, there, there's it's just dirt. Oh, okay. some people. Do you have any plastic or or any sort of insulation under there of any sort? No, it's just it's an old house. Uh, it's about a you know about two and a half feet average, I guess, raised foundation. Uh-huh. And it, uh, it, it's where the you know your the the actual floor was just on top of the joist. Right. There wasn't like a sub floor and then a floor or anything. And, wow. And I, when before you... I I just installed a big fan, mm-hmm. you know, like an exhaust fan to put, should that help? That should. I would say um, you might have to. Did you imp- uh, install a ventilation um, along the way? You know, well, um, to, to add to yeah. yes, yes, some vent holes to let it breathe a little more. Probably, uh, yeah. I, I was thinking that core, you know, it's, it's corrugated, but so they're slowly. running up and down. You might need a, a, a little more horizontal, rectangular shaped vent so they can uh, breathe all the way across give, to go yeah. with that fan to let that moisture out of there. It's just getting too hot, and it's been right. really hot this year. Might not be a bad idea also to uh, get yourself some Visqueen and go ahead and wrap it wrap it up on top there, right uh, below your joists, and, yeah. and go ahead and get that up there, and that will help immensely with moisture. Yes. That's what it's made for. So. Okay. There right. will be a moisture barrier under the floor, and you could insulate it if you wanted to go an extra step. All right. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thank you. Let's go to Fred real quick in Tupelo. What's going on, Fred? Good morning. How are you all today? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Let me see if I can explain this to you right quick. Uh, I have a professionally installed uh, garage door, by overhead door here in town. And it uh, started out with uh, the keypad was not working sometimes. Replaced the battery. That helped a little bit. But every now and then it still doesn't work. Works fine inside by the door when you just push the single button. Right. The main problem is in the car, uh, I can, before I leave the garage in the morning, I can push the little white button in the back and then back out, hold my uh, in car remote down and re- reprogram it, and the door go down. When I come back home, it won't go up from the car. <laughs> That's got to be frustrating, the man. First, the first time they came out, they said we had a, we had one of these energy saving light bulbs, you know, right. in the in the in the light there. They said yeah. take that out, put the old fashioned in. We did that, and it seemed to help a little bit for a while, but now it's back to the same same problem. I can't think on earth why changing the bulb would matter but uh they, they call they call their technical support people and that's what they told them wow frank mark uh thoughts here what brand motor uh it's a stop overhead door i really couldn't tell you um so so mainly what's going on here is the is the the rf portion the the remote portion because you're saying it, it's working fine from the wall right yes yes okay what, what do you think frank uh, from what it sounds like you're telling me, they hooked the wires up from the photo cells and the push button backwards. Well, it worked for years. Fine. This is not a new door. Huh. Uh, well, there may be some, uh, there may be, uh, I know this sounds silly, but wires cross. But if the door is an older door uh-huh. and if it's seen a significant uh Heat, cool, moisture, the whole nine yards, you may have some corrosion in, in, in wires. What do you guys think? How does the door work manual? Uh, I haven't tried it lately. I mean, you might have a problem with your door. Your yeah. door, The motor only helps the door. Yeah. If your door is suffering from broke hinge, broke well, spring, or whatever. The door, the door itself is fairly new because I mistakenly left my van all the way in one time about a year ago, and you know what happened to the door then. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. overhead door put it up. Yes, yes. So well, they, it has a lot to do the way. Motor, but a new door. Yes, sir. A well, lot. They, they mentioned the possibility of a circuit board. Yes, on a new motor, iffy. The main thing about a door and a motor when you go to get a installer, it has to be installed right. Mm-hmm. Will not last. Over a couple of years, you're going to start having trouble, and it's going to just lead one thing to another if it does not get installed properly from the very 
start. Is the door is the door that you just had put in uh, that newer door? Is that one still new enough to be under warranty? Uh, the door itself, possibly. Okay, that might be worth a call uh, to see if if they might be able to help you out. But I I would say as long as the door doesn't work and someone says it should, they should continue coming out until it's fixed. Well, they will. I just hadn't called them back out there since. Right. since the <laughs> well, don't so, wait you know. too late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you for you your much. call. Bye. All right. We're going to uh, continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having with your garage door? What type of door? What type of door do you have? Can you open it by hand? That was a really good question you had there, Mark. That's a, that's a good idea. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 on MPB, uh, mpbonline.org. Sorry, I got lost there for a second. We'll be right back. Conventions are over. Candidates have been nominated with less than three months to Election Day. We don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but we will be here to help you understand it. Listen every day. Weekdays at 4 on MPB Think Radio. MPB is getting its very own car tag. But first, we need your help. To begin production, we need 300 of you to say yes to the tag. Go to mpbonline.org slash car tag for more information and also to sign up. A portion of the fee goes to help MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. Thanks for your help, and we'll see you on the road. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. Our guest is Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service, and uh, a technician, Frank, is with us. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I got a feeling, guys, there's a lot of folks out there running to their garage doors today and uh, squirting them down with oil because they've not done anything with them in years. Yes. All right, eight seven seven MPB ring. Let's go to Bill in Oxford. He may have a uh, little help for one of our callers. What's going on, Bill? Uh, hey, fellas. I was just uh, in regards to the previous caller. Um, I had the exact same issue with my garage door. I tried everything that I could think of, mm-hmm. and uh, finally called them out. And it had gotten struck by lightning, and uh, it had burned out the oh. board. But and, yeah. Um, Frank had mentioned before that 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 board can get fried out, and that and that if that little uh, circuit board is gone, then nothing works. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, exactly so. right. And uh, it would work. It just wouldn't do what I wanted it to do. It it <laughs> act weird. Yeah, it's right. It acted weird, and um, uh, that wasn't search protected. My uh, garage door opener wasn't search protected, so we fixed that too while we we're at it. Um, that's a good idea. And uh, uh, I never had any trouble since then, but I, I just wanted to say maybe that could be it. It sounds like that's what it is anyway. That's a really good point. Uh, I hadn't thought about that, but the surge protection on a garage door is probably a good idea, but you're usually going to an outlet that has been put in the uh, ceiling of your garage. Is that typically a, like a GFI outlet, or is it? Okay. It is. Okay. Uh, GFI, when I say that, think about uh, your bathroom, the one with the little reset button on it. That's typically a GFI outlet. Uh, thanks, Bill. We appreciate that. You got so, a surge protector in it. It does have a surge protector in it, right. Uh, so the uh, motor has a reset button or something? No. Oh, it does? Oh, okay. No. 
Well, something that you mentioned, Mark, before break was one of the uh, a good way to check your garage door is that you said that there are two actual components to the garage door, which is the door and then the motor. So you can actually have a garage door without a motor. However, what you mentioned is that if you want to check if just the door is good uh, and things are going well there and there are no sticking points there, is that you can manually open the door to see if there are any issues, correct? Correct. You- okay. What are you looking for when you pull that door up? You want it to go up easy and smooth, mm-hmm. and you want to get in the middle of your door to let it up. You don't want to get to, from one end to the other and snatch it up. Go to the middle mm-hmm. and just easily let it up. It should go up. If it binds, pops, snaps, All right. that means you need to get it fixed. What if it's too heavy for you? I have uh, if, experienced if the, that. The spring's not tight enough. Oh. Like, you should be able to let that door up with one finger. Wow, yeah, we really? Just stra- and, no, and no, couldn't no. Get That's going to tear the motor up. Okay, I had a uh, friend who has uh, the panels on the door. Mm-hmm. I think there's like four panels on his door. Seven high. The third is glass. What's that about? He He's always having a problem with that, that glass part. It feels... It needs a strut. It needs a sta- strut. Stabilize it. It's in a bar that goes all the way across oh. it. Uh-huh. Makes it stable, sturdy, and it should have been put on in the beginning. Really? If it has the glass portion of the door? That panel should have a strut on it. Frank will tell you we do it almost every day. They put them together wrong. Could oh. that be why my auntie door is like a can opener? It just keeps crinkling up. Yep. And- and it's real old and heavy. Well, I, I can, tried to get I it. Can, That's the one I talked to you about, but she would not. You she come off insists money, on fixing it, though. <laughs> right. we can it's fix been it. fixed we about can three fix times, and it does the same thing. You it ain't got the right again. person over there. So let me it. ask you. Let me ask you, Mark. If if that, if someone's got one of those window doors, and you can tell that it's it that it needs say that strut, how much does something like that cost? One hundred twenty-five plus tax. Really? Okay. We service your door. Great offer. So what's it take for you guys, uh, or let's just say an average on a garage door opener company. We're, we're talking today with Mark Harden of Harden's Garage Door Service. But what is an average, hey, come out and check out my door. How much does that run? Just ballpark it. We don't like to just check them out. We mm-hmm. prefer to fix them. To service them. Okay. I mean, there's no need to come out to look at them. I know what they look like. Okay. I can, so, t- I can talk to you in five minutes. Uh-huh. You can get them idea what's going on with your door you're looking mm-hmm. we normally fix a door for as little as 90 up okay. to 150 bucks okay all right that's a reasonable all right that's a good ballpark mm-hmm. all right well uh that's about it for us today already it was a fast hour Whew. thank you fix one and fix it 101 is a production of mississippi public broadcasting think radio and is funded by generous contributions from listeners like you a show is produced by mr jonas adams however he has been supplemented today by Kevin Farrell. Our, cream, uh, our call screener today is uh, Sam Wells. Am I right on that? For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, Mark Harden, and Technician Frank, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.